This is Chris Gardner of Houston Brown Barton speaking with Lana Finney, head coach of Houston Baptist Women's Basketball. Coach, how are you? I'm well. How are you? I'm okay. It's April, but this year is different. So with the pandemic, how was your day? How are you occupying your time? I mean, it's been obviously very different for us as as staff. Um, ironically, I just had a conversation with a recruit, and I was saying, you know, I'm actually totally busier right now than I normally am here because, you know, we, we're hearing from a lot more mostly recruits that are at home and have nice things out stuff. So my phone is definitely working a lot, a lot more than it normally is this time of year. But it's good. I mean, I, I think we're we're being really productive as a staff and. And we're definitely talking to more folks and recruits, and which can only be a good thing for our program. How do you go about evaluating talent and skills since you can't do face-to-face yeah. interaction? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's definitely a different time for recruiting. But, you know, we finished our 2020 class, and so we're looking at the 21 class. We only have two spots in that class at the moment. And so, um, well, we've already got offers out for that class. We kind of you know, knew who we wanted in the 21 class. So, really, us now, it's about 22. And obviously, we've been getting a lot of email video links that we want. Um, but, you know, we're in no rush to make any decisions at this point in time. So, it's really a good opportunity for us to get to know um, kids that are calling us, younger kids that are giving us calls. And, um, you know, just develop relationships with coaches and um, whenever we do get back out and we can evaluate them, you know, we'll, we'll have a head start on who we actually want to see. In a sense, because HBU is not a Power 5 program with a massive budget, yeah. has has this time, I guess, been more helpful, more beneficial? staff do in terms of making sure your play, your players work out? I mean, do you send them skills, pictures, graphs, notes of things they need to do? How do you, how do you handle that? So, I mean, obviously the NBA has there's a rule that we cannot do online workouts with them, etc. Um, because there would have to be a chain of events, you know, in order for us to do mandatory workouts. But um, our girls are pretty creative. We can do we do team video chats and team meetings and we do individual chats with each player. In addition to that, I guess we have our academic groups kind of catch up as well. So I mean, it's definitely challenging because 
you know, like I say, we can be on the court with them late night normally. But, um, you know, we can be checking in with them. And, I mean, some of them are lucky to have access to, you know, a court or a court or whatever. And where they are, and others don't have any. So they definitely pretty creative. I mean, a lot of them have, you know, running and, and doing more workouts. And um, it's just hard because, you know, we have kids in five different countries right now. Uh, and so, even getting our team calls organized has been a little bit challenging because of the time difference, you know, from Australia to Europe here. And, you know, it's, well, we've managed to figure out the time that is best. But, yeah, I mean, it's definitely the most challenging part of how do they stay safe when they're all over the world. And, you know, we can't really have an impact on that at the moment. Um, but like I say, this group is young and they, they're enthusiastic and they seem to be doing a pretty good job of that themselves. So as a coach and a staff, you're kind of relying on the players to yeah. discipline themselves to put in the work. Yeah. And I, I think, you know, they have themselves coaches that are intentional as well. And, but, you know, we can't really have too much say in that right now. So, um, you know, I, I do think that like I say, they've been pretty good at handling something. Some of them, they've been running a lot. And, um, some of them have been doing workouts because um, they have access to a court. But, um, you know, we have a couple that don't have any access and, and struggle to do much at all. So, you know, they're doing what they can. Um, it's just frustrating for, from your point of view because they want to be with their teammates. I mean, as a basketball player, you don't want to be working out on your own. And you want to be around your team. And I think that's the hardest transition for them right now is not having their teammates around them every day when work out. Are any players on campus? No, we don't have any players on campus. You mentioned, okay, how many returning players do you have as of right now? We have 10 returning. So that's, knock on wood for you, that's that's different for you. Yeah. Because <laughs> previous um, years you've had, you've had less than 10, I'll just put it like that. Yeah, I mean, yeah. This group, like I say, Jean will only have two seniors this year, and you know we're gonna have five freshmen signing, and so it's gonna be a very young team. But um, you know, I think they're enthusiastic, and and like I say, you know, we have kids that are kind of spread out across the world right now, but they've done a really good job keeping in touch and and you know communicating with us as a staff and. Um, I, I really like this group. I think they're a really, you know, talented group. And, you know, our job right now is to try and keep them connected as best we can. And, and hopefully get them back on campus for the summer and see where they go from there. Now, you mentioned five freshmen. They've already signed. Those freshmen have signed. So you can talk about no. them now? So we signed two okay. um, in the early period. And then we'll sign three this week. And the two, the two that we signed already, one is from the Austin area, another one is from Tulsa. So, um, and then the three that we'll sign this week, um, I guess we'll see on Friday where they're from. So, so we'll have to do this again so we can talk about who is cutting a court from those incoming freshmen. Yeah, I mean, and I like it because what's really funny is, you know, as a staff, we were talking about how balanced our groups are. So, if you look at our freshman class, Coming in, you know, we've got that point guard, um, 
you know, two posts and, and two other guys. And then we had that in the freshman class we had this year, which will be our sophomore class. And then we have, we'll have three juniors and two seniors, which have one guard, two guards, and two posts. So uh, we kind of thought it might be nice to do a little challenge with these 15 if they're all healthy and, and uh, you know, a little competition amongst the, the class groups there. But, um, yeah, I think definitely being balanced that we've got coming in. And, and a couple of kids, I think, that immediately will have a big impact on the program. Getting back to the pandemic, how has it, or has it, on a personal note, I mean, are you able to, have you changed? How's your personal routine changed in terms of you don't go anywhere, you're just stuck at the house, you're watching uh, movies all day, you know, in your personal okay. time? What, what are you doing? <laughs> no, like, I mean, I've, like, it's funny, as you know, last night, I was talking about the quarantine, and we were talking about, you said something about the news, and I was like, I haven't had a TV on all day. I mean, I, I literally am on the phone all day. Um, and I'm lucky that I can actually, I live fairly close to campus, so I've actually been there and walking, um, you know, have managed to sneak in the office a couple of times to scan things and, you know, but I mean, yeah, it, it's been different because, as I say, I've actually felt like I've been able to reach out to more people and have time to, you know, talk about our program, develop relationships and, um, I mean, it's definitely different. It, the biggest thing for me is not their kids and that's, I was talking last night how one of our girls, Marilyn, she wears these slides and every day in the office, I know she, I know it's hard because I can hear her stuff on her feet along the floor, you know, and, and it's weird not having, hearing that and hearing them all giggling and, you know, walking past your door and with their stories every day. And that, that part is definitely different, you know, and it's not the same when you're FaceTiming or, you know, on the phone to them. Um, but, you know, what's good for me is that in talking to most of them, they're, they're all like, I wish I could get on campus, you know, I, I miss it, I, I want to come back, and, you know, so, you know, I, I'm excited to get back, whenever that is, um, and with this going on, we just, like I said earlier, things change daily, so it's like, we've got to be ready and ready to go and whatever happens on a daily basis. Whenever this ends and, and we return to some sort of normal routine again involving basketball mm -hmm. on the court. Mm -hmm. Do you think anything in terms of um, what would change in terms of recruiting, technology, emphasis on something more or less than previous time, anything like that? Um, I mean, I'm, I'm lucky I'm involved with the WCA as our conference captain and I know one of the conversations that we're having right now is about you know, should we use this time to reflect on the recruiting model? You know, should we look at, you know, our scheduling, etc.? And um, I know I've been kind of reaching out to coaches in our conference about their thoughts on the recruiting model. And there's a lot of suggestions, some which I think are great suggestions and others are, you know, good suggestions, but all bring, you know, really <laughs> excessive change, which, you know, I mean, this, this is the time to do it. I think this has given us an opportunity, like I said earlier, to reflect and review and are there things that could be doing better? And, um, I think there's going to be a lot of conversation um, in the women's basketball world and every sport um, about whether our recruiting models are where they need to be. And, you know, I've heard a lot of different things come out and um, I expect we will see change. Whether it happens immediately, I don't know. But 
um, I expect there will be some criticism to be changes to the recruiting model because the practice of future review reflects it. Well, I'm intrigued, so I, I kind of look forward to what some of those changes being discussed and yeah. proposed are. Um, yeah, I mean, obviously, every conference is going to have it, so it's going to be interesting to see what comes back. And I, I think you can see just some of the things that some of the coaches in our conference have suggested, um, and I'm sure that that will happen across the country. Um, and the collation of all that information and the discussion is going to be really interesting to see where it takes us. Well, that's any of those discussions involving differences in scheduling? Possibly, yeah. I mean, I think, you know, there's a lot of, even this year, I expect there's going to be a lot of change with that. Um, you know, one thing that doesn't impact us, but one thing that came up in a discussion I had with someone else a couple of days ago was teams who are, um, you know, contracted to play in tournaments overseas during the season, so mm-hmm. MTU tournaments, you know, are those still going to take place? Those kind of things, you know. So, like, there's there's been changes impacting on scheduling this year, and that I think going forward may be a change, you know, for the future. And so, I mean, it's like one of those things. One of the girls asked me yesterday, you know, a few questions, and I was like, look, I can give you the answer right now, but that might change. Like, we don't know, and I think it's going to be the same with us that, um, you know, from from a scheduling point of view. There could be changes coming for us that we don't know about right now, but it may happen. And so um, that's why I've taken this attitude of being like, oh, that things change, we have to deal with it, we have to adapt. Um, we're going to make it work, whatever happens. So, um, you know, I expect there might be changes on the schedule, I guess. Donna Finney, head coach of HBU Women Basketball, I have another question for you. Mm-hmm. Are you going to watch the WNBA draft. Ah, yes, I am. Yes. Um, I've been watching and looking at some of the projections and, um, you know, I mean, obviously there's some players in there that we've played against this year, so I'm just intrigued, you know, where they're going to end up and um, I think it, you know, I think it's fantastic to see someone ahead of Friday because, you know, as basketball fans right now, we want basketball and um, although we can't, you know, watch them play necessarily live, I think it's great that we're we're getting the excitement for women's basketball that's gonna happen with this draft. Thank you for your time as always, coach. And uh, we will talk to you I'll talk to you well I guess since you you're hoping Friday for everyone to um, commit sign or what is it? Yeah, um, hopefully we'll be able to release that on Friday so um, we can talk about our new signing thing. So, yes, I'll be uh, putting uh, another bug in your ear in a few days then. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Take care.